Uh, we're back for season two, volume uh, two, Rory. How about that? Yes, uh, a lot of things have changed. Uh, there's been a huge time skip. Uh, kind of the exact amount of time it took for us to get from the last volume to this volume. Uh, we've kind of grown in real life. If there's any, if there's been any baby characters in the show, they've aged like four years, and it's very hard to recast them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, it's like in that um, fourth Harry Potter movie where all the students uh, have like shoulder length hair for some reason. Like, <laughs> like we need a, a a good and sexy way of showing that these characters have aged since movie three. Mm-hmm. You know, movie three they kind of had like you know had a bit of a trim, but now let's go for you know shoulder length fucking hair yeah yeah I feel like I've mentioned that before in this podcast you know if you're one of those deep cut listeners go back and um, tell me if I've already mentioned their shoulder length hair Mm, you mean deep cuts and like like a big fan of deep cuts I like they're big into like haircuts (laughs) he's never he's never he never left he never left (laughs) get ready for the absolute loosest podcast of the land. It's time for... Yeah, that's right. This is Pointless Spinoff, the uh, the podcast where we, 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 we take a random movie every week and we... We we improvise a, a, a pointless spin-off based on some some bumfuck character we see in the background. Exactly, exactly. We do this every week. Haven't missed one yet. It's your fault if you've not been listening every week to our show. That's right. To old episodes just to keep the score going. Yeah, if it seems like there's a huge gap between uh, our last episode in March and this one recording in May, then it's just you're just not a big it, enough fan. It's just yeah, the. Yeah, the FBI can, like, read, can, like, they can sense when you've dropped off, so they'll, they'll omit the episodes from you, like, you know, mm-hmm. visually, so you can't see them. And they tell us as well, we're good friends of the FBI, we love them. Yeah. We're right. always talking about them. Yeah. Like, Agent, uh... Let's say his name on the podcast. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, improv, yeah. Winston's here. He yeah. had some biscuits. And uh, the low hum from the refrigerators here. Mm-hmm. It's always good. You know, just in case you were worried about us um, uh, starving. Nah. Yeah, we have a fridge in there. We've got it covered. Got cold cuts. Cold cuts, yep. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. Did you enjoy your time off, Rory? Uh, you know? Your time away from me, from this podcast. Hey, Sonny, I wouldn't uh, trade you for anything in the world. Because, you know... Our time together is what's truly special. You know, you could you could have told me we've lost every single episode. I wouldn't care. We've grown as people, you know, as friends. If I was having a wedding, I'd invite you to it. But uh, I'm already married, so apparently I, I I can't do that at this time. I'm sorry. Uh, you well, missed the cut. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Rory. Yeah, yeah. By the way, we've lost every single episode. We've ever what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> No, they're still they're still there. They're oh. still there. Phew. Oh, just a shame we lost the Gerard one, the second Gerard one we recorded. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He went off on. I yeah, know. he had a lot of things to say about you know a movie we saw. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really, I. To be honest, I completely forgot about this podcast until he messaged us like a few weeks ago saying, hey guys, when's the next one? And I was like, um... Very bold as well to message us during our break to be like, hey, can I be on the next podcast? Like, <laughs> I know. Never in the history of podcasts have, I don't think, has a guest ever been like, hey, I really loved, you know, uh, you know, like you don't see like, you know, bumfuck comedian number... Mm. to ring up Joe Rogan and be like get me back on you son of a bitch you bald prick yeah I want you to misinterpret what I say more I got more things for you to do. <laughs> uh, so anyway the movie we're watching mm. uh, a slash spinning off from this mm. week is uh, Tower Heist which um, it's it is what it is it's a heist uh, 
in a tower. This is the one of Ben Stiller, yeah? Yeah, Ben Stiller. <sighs> he leads a bunch of ragtag um, former employees, or like, I guess, yeah, employees, plus Eddie Murphy plays like a, uh, I don't know, like a criminal guy, I suppose. Yeah, and they want to steal back the money that's been swindled out of them, off their pensions by uh, their big, uh, rich boss magnet, hotel magnet guy played by Al Alda. And, um, yeah, it is what it is. The yeah. Tower Heist. You know, I actually, I always wanted to see this movie because there was always ads for it and I was like, a comedy movie this year? That They, they don't do comedy movies anymore. And, uh, then I never heard of it ever again. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, till last time, this is what you mentioned, I was like, the Ben Stiller one? And then now, and I'm like, the Ben Stiller one? Yeah, it's not like there was like a point in time when like comedy movies just sort of like, I guess it dropped off for lack of a better word. Like, yeah, yeah. And then it all became about like you know, comedy hybrid movies like horror comedy, mm-hmm. comedy action, comedy action, romantic comedy. Yeah, yeah. So like this so. one, I guess, is kind of like a, I don't know, like a heist comedy. If you want to like, you know, uh, Chuck Heiston as like a genre. And yeah, kind of a genre. Uh, That's true. It's like the same. You couldn't make Blades and Saddles today. Because the weather is just terrible outside. <laughs> Be wind everywhere in the market. I mean, you could make. I mean, I guess you could. Like, you could, yeah, I fucking hate that argument because you could make something that's like as gutsy as the original Blazing Saddles was. Mm. You just have to frame it in a way that's because of its time. At its time, Blazing Saddles was, you know, you know, people turn their noses up at it. But mm. it was like, you know... Because they put on projectors that were too high up. That's right. <laughs> He's always on! <laughs> Anyways. Um, you know what? You didn't miss much with this movie. It's very... Um, By the numbers, yeah. It's more like... It's very sort of like very mid. It's like... Mm. You know those movies that are just like... You feel like they're specifically for like, you know... In-flight entertainment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like it's you know, no Ocean's Eleven. It's like a Pond 5. Yeah, mm. it's like you're just something you just chuck on in a plane and then you fall asleep to it. Yeah, a very like, non-offensive movie that won't make me act up in the <laughs> on the plane. Well, I'm getting to that, but yeah, it's just sort of like neither like overly hilarious or mm-hmm. very, sort of like thrilling. It's kind of like it wanted to do the heist thing. It also wanted to be like kind of a comedy, but it re- did really didn't like. I don't know. Succeed one way or the other, I suppose. Very mid, like, you know, but, you know, in terms of, like, it being harmless, like, you know, Elephant in the Room, Brett Ratner directed this. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, he's, um, you know, one of those scumbags. Yeah, just yeah. A, by all accounts, just a... Those Hollywood monsters. Sleazy fucking dude. I won't go into it, but, yeah. One of the, yeah, one of the people who's gladly been jettisoned off, you know, yeah, we'd home to Iraq and just kicked it away. <laughs> Put him on a little sheet of ice. Do you think um, they made this movie so, like, yeah, mid whatever? Because, like, Americans love to clap at the end of movies, and they're like, we can't have everyone just, like, clapping at the end of this movie. We need them to be, like, eh, like, yeah. either fall asleep during the middle of it or just not have a reason to clap. I guess so. Mm. That's it. Like, it's no, like, what's the last movie you've been to? Uh, I mean, I know you don't really w- watch movies. Actually, been watching a little. I went to the Batman. Oh, the Batman. The yeah. Batman, yeah. The, people, the Batman. The Batman. Yeah. The bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah, do people clap uh, at any point in the movie? Or? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, okay. uh, I clapped once because it was just such a fucking... You know when, like, you laugh so hard you have to clap? I guess. I guess. I don't know, maybe it's just anything, but, like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's just some scenes in these very serious movies where it's like, that's just too stupid looking. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, Australians really clap the end of movies, but, like, apparently something in America where they clap the end of movies and at the end of flights. Yeah, I heard about that, yeah. Yeah, they're real freaks over there. I know, it's, um, they're strange people. They're just a strange, uh, can I say munted? Yeah, sure. Hey, you know what? Go ahead. Yeah, nice. They won't understand it. Munted. <laughs> munted people, I'm sorry. Yeah, Brett Reiner. Just a big weasel. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't know how these things come about because I feel like the scriptwriters who wrote this movie, I feel like they really wanted to write like a just a good old fashioned heist movie mm-hmm. in earnest. But yeah, I I feel like because of Ratner directing it, it just has like these like 
unnecessary moments of like just forced misogyny and low-key racism it's like you know you have like scenes where like they're scoping out the building and then Eddie Murphy's just zooming in on like uh, some lady's big ass and then there's a scene where like they're trying to like sneak into the hotel because they've been fired like all the security people are like just happen to be reading like the French edition of Playboy because they're more naked than the American version it's like how did they even know that was gonna fucking happen <laughs> they, they mail the French version over to the... Yeah, it's like Metal Gear, you know? If you put a porn magazine on the ground, a guard's going to see it and just right. pick like, it up and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. they have uh, Harry Pitts. Hey, this is... Uh, they're all licking the page. This yeah. is my kind of my jam. Hey, you know what they call... Uh, <laughs> you know what they call pussy in France? Pussy with cheese? <laughs> I hope not. I'm going to see a fucking doctor if that's what that <laughs> That's called a fresh infection. Yeah. They call it Le Feline. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. I don't speak French. Fair enough. Le Cat. Le Cat. <laughs> Le Pussy. Sure. Yeah. But, um... You can cut out whichever one you like and just leave the good one in there. <laughs> sure, yeah. No worries. But, uh... Yeah, so there's a lot of that in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not, like, too much, but it's kind of, like... I don't know, I can, I can, you know, like, you know, auteur directors have, like, a specific touch. Mm-hmm. Is, like, him and Michael Bay, like, they're, they're the two biggest, like, oh, yeah, sleazy yeah. fuckers <laughs> in the industry. God, still thinking back to when, like, Spongebob voiced, like, uh, uh, the black robot, or, like, doing, like, all the gangsters' biggest stuff, and like, you're Tom Kenny, you can't do this. Oh, uh, yeah, true. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I just feel like comic movies back then just kind of had that, like, that edge where it's like, yeah, you know... Here's a bit of sexy and a bit of racism. It's I like, we don't need that. That was a little poot. That was my tummy. No, it's, uh, hey, uh, you're fine. Go ahead. Uh, feel free to just stink the place up if you want sure. to. Sure. Okay. No worries. Me, Castle, you blaster, you know? <laughs> That's right. That was my tummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let, let me see if I can do this joke. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Brett Ratner, I, uh, like, Talk about a rat cunt. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when I realized who directed this, I was like, it reminded me of like that. It was this whole phase when he was just obsessed with Robert Downey Jr. for some reason. Like, when Heath Ledger passed away, like, the year The Dark Knight came out, like, Mm. it wasn't even like a year and he was already like, oh, we could recast the Joker. It could be, I don't know, Robert Downey Jr. perhaps. I'm just like, like, for one, you know, for one thing, you know, Perf Boy, how dare you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do this to our Heath, our Heath Ledger? Exactly. The only person who could replace him is, of course, uh, Jared Leto, another <laughs> Perf Boy, uh, an honorary Perf Boy. Yeah. Because mm, you see him and you're like, ugh, come on. I know. That's like, too, like, I don't know, like, Robert Downey, just sort of like, I can't imagine, like, him, like, just, you know, being a joker kind of character. Being a joker, yeah. He's more of a... Like, an like a Robert Downey. Yeah, like an Iron Man. Yeah. Like he like, plays like, himself in mostly everything he does. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's like, the, that's like the Marvel problem. It's like everyone plays themselves now. But like like early Robert Downey Jr., like right after the, like his relapse or whatever, like maybe, hmm. maybe he could. But like then, you know, then it's just fucking Robert Downey Jr. Like, you want to know how I got these scars? It's like... There's nothing to him. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, and he also wanted to cast Robert Downey Jr. as, like, Hugh Hefner. For some reason, I guess he wanted to, like, do a Hefner biopic so he could, like, crack onto, like, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. models yeah. that would, you know, get cast in the movie. It's like, come on. We see what you're doing. Yeah. It's gross. But, um, yeah, and then funnily enough, then Jared Leto was attached to the, his Hefner project, but thankfully, it never uh, eventuated. Speaking of Robert Downey Jr., mm. I noticed in the credits, Robert Downey Sr. is apparently in the movie. I don't know if he was in the movie or in like a deleted scene, but he was credited as Robert Downey Sr. in brackets, uh, a prince. <laughs> Initially, I thought, like, my God, he really loves the fucking Downey <laughs> so much. But then I read up on it, and apparently it's just like an in-joke with Robert Downey Sr. Like, he called himself a prince once, and ever since, like, he's been credited as a prince. I'm just like, 
strange. Uh, it seems like a joke you make once and your friends just never let go and it's like, okay, it's okay, alright right, guys, cool. He's a real joker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or Daddy Saint. <laughs> Rest in peace. But, um... When I had these scars, it's because of a... Uh, had a heart transplant. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it to take work like I used to. <laughs> Got a pacemaker put in. Yeah. Also, the other thing with this movie is there's like a few Asian characters like in the movie. Like, mm. like there's a bunch of people of color, but I guess due to the nature of like the plot, they're treated perfectly fine and nothing ever goes wrong with them and no harmful stereotypes. Well, you know, there's Eddie Murphy being a uh, professional burglar. I guess. <laughs> and, yeah, it's kind of very, like... I don't know. It's like, you know, it's still sort of like, you know, the... Like, he's working with a Gen, Gen X sort of, like, mindset. Like, you know, oh, you know, not as bad as the boomers, but, like, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. still, still very stuck in, like, you know, oh, you know, you know, like, there's maybe like two Asian characters and they're like you know very very side characters and they're kind of like their whole shtick was like oh one guy uh, can't communicate in English so they can trick the staff into thinking it's his birthday as a diversion but every time he says he tries to tell him it's not his birthday he can't do that because he doesn't speak English and it's like this other lady and he's like um, Casey Affleck <laughs> he plays <He's> the Asian. <laughs> he plays the concierge, and like he's just obsessed with trying to like make this one lady smile for some fucking reason. And he's like, oh, I I need a it's Chinese New Year, so I need a you know wish her a happy Chinese New Year with a bouquet of flowers. But it turns out she's Korean. I'm just like, yeah, it's funny because um, yeah, yeah, uh, they can't speak up for themselves mm-hmm. Yay. Mm-hmm. Woo. Woo. <laughs> so yeah but apart from that like I guess that and like the constant ogling I was afraid when he said like he has to make a smile it was going to be like a plot line of like because this myth I've heard where like you have to make an, uh, an Asian person smile on Chinese New Year so you know it didn't go as poorly but yeah that's what I was expecting from the movie it's just like a uh, really high like belief in mythology for a second. I guess they needed they needed a way to show that Casey Affleck wasn't as good at the job as Ben Stiller was because Casey was Ben Stiller's replacement. But it's kind of like I don't know. I feel like they could have like done it a different way. Mm. But it's just yeah. I mean, it's like I guess it's. Because to me, like, whenever I, like, growing up, like, all the Asian people I knew could, like, you know, young or old, could, like, communicate in English very well. Mm. You know. But it's like, yeah, for some reason, there's still, like, a contingency of people who are like, oh, you know, they, they can't speak English, oh, you know, well, yeah, yeah. let's use it as a plot device. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know the type of people who eat this up, you know. People on planes who are like see yeah. a heist movie and be like, yeah, sure. <laughs> ben Stiller's in it. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. From He Vision and Jack? Oh, lovely. Yeah. It's like, you know, very like, very mid. It's mm. my new favorite word. That word. <laughs> I noticed, yeah. Mid. Yeah. <laughs> but, anyways, let's waste no more fucking time and uh, find a, a random uh, background. We need, like, a shorter name for these people. Like, uh, NPC? E- extra? Extra, yeah, extra, yeah, yeah. Find a random nameless extra mm-hmm. to star in our improvised pointless spinoff. Mm-hmm. Hey, these aren't extras. They're our new main character. <laughs> <laughs> and NMC. That's right. Oh, yeah. So there's, like, an ending montage where it turns out because uh, the big hotel magnet guy like um hid all his money like he converted his money into solid gold and then he had that gold like built into like a replica of Steve McQueen's car or some bullshit Mm. 
And, um, yeah, at the end, like, they send all the employees of the hotel, like, little parts of the car, which are solid gold. But I'm just wondering, like, how the fuck did they, like... Cash that in, yeah. Yeah, how would you even, like, cash in gold? If anyone, if there was any gold aficionados listening, just let us know. Yeah, you go to one of those, uh, you know, we buy your gold stores at the, uh, you know, the mall... Go to one of those, yeah, those middle aisle island stores and like hand them your. Surely those places, like you know, I feel like those places like shortchange anyone who brings in gold. Oh, they're, they're probably drug fronts or whatever, but like you know, yeah. Like yeah, you hand them like your exhaust pipe and like this is from my hotel manager. It's my pension. It's worth this much. And they, <laughs> no worries, boss. And they hand you the money. Yeah, but it's like how did they calculate how much which part to give to which employee? Mm-hmm. I guess they, Matthew Broderick's also in this movie. And he plays like this Wall Street accountant guy. Mm-hmm. And throughout the movie, he's always like calculating just random figures. So I guess they had Broderick's character calculate which car parts to give to which employee. Maybe they didn't. And like, something got really short changed. Then like, one person gets like a full car door and someone gets like, you know, the wheel. Yeah. There's this guy. Yeah, it's like, I think the, one of the assistant ladies gets, like, a wheel of the car. That's a small package. Yeah, everyone else gets, like, a medium to large size package. But, like, the Vietnamese guy gets, like, a tiny little, like, like, nozzle-looking fucking thing. He just gets a box. So, look, yeah, she, she gets the grill! She gets the grill. He gets, like, a little, like, what do you even, what even is this? I think it's, like, an axle? Like, a little axle thing? Maybe. Yeah, look. This guy, he gets the steering wheel. <laughs> They're so happy over this little, like, thing of uh, fucking gold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about this kid? <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that could work, yeah. Yeah. Kid of guy who got a nozzle or some shit. That's true, yeah. The kid's really happy. Like, I don't think at that age I would even, like, realize what a big deal, like, a big little chunk of gold would be to my immigrant parents. He's probably just, like, happy because his dad's happy. Like, yeah, look at that. It's like, oh, yeah, sweet. Uh, That's true. Cool. Or maybe the kid is, like, huge into, you know, Dale Earnhardt or whatever. And I was like, oh, it's a piece of his original car. (laughs) Steve McQueen. (laughs) Steve McQueen. From, From the cars. Man, they're so fucking happy. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be about honestly. If I got like a big thing of gold in the mail, I wouldn't be like this ecstatic. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "What the fuck? Who do I talk to about this? Yeah, do this you know who to talk to about a thing of gold that no. you get in the mail? No. This guy got ripped off. I feel because you got the wheel, and the wheel is like the steering wheel. Yeah, the steering wheel, and it's like there's not a lot of metal there. <laughs> no, it looks like it's a leather handle on the side of his head. It's like it's like very small outwards, like. Like the Vietnamese guy, like at least got like a, like a chunk, like a big chunk of it. Like it's almost a gold bar. This looks like they've like stretched it out as much as possible. I guess. Well, the thing is, this guy, the doorman, he was planning on using his pension to go on this big cruise around the world with his wife. Nah. But when it turned out that he got you know swindled, like he tried to kill himself by stepping in front of a train. Huh. <laughs> so I guess anything's, uh, you know, there's only. The only way left to go is up for this guy. Yeah, true, oh, true. <laughs> Did no tower heist would bring that up. <laughs> that like, you know, he almost get hit by the train and managed to like grab his car like, yeah. Quick, Eddie, we have to save him. And then Eddie takes off his binoculars and like, you know, it's like a, like a big like indent of like a lady's button in his eyes or whatever he's been looking at. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Also, they hit the car by chucking it into the swimming pool at the top of the building. I, I don't know. I just wouldn't do that. I'd find some other way. Because, like, I'm not a chemist or anything. So, like, I don't know if, like, the chlorine in the pool would, like, I don't know, fucking oxidize the gold or make it, like, shittier. If there's any chemists out there, just let us know. Yeah. Because I have no idea. Also, if you can get me, like, a hookup on, uh, you know, sleeping earplugs, please. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, so what do you reckon? You want to do, like, the little kid who's hell happy that his dad's rich? Yeah, sure. Yeah, nice. Yeah. What do you think this means for the kid? Like, is this going to go towards, like, his 
tuition or like you know what what future do you see for the kid I feel like the kid's got a huge chip on his shoulder like they're very new money about it right where it's like yeah you don't know my dad has a car part made of solid gold (laughs) (laughs) yeah and everyone else is like oh you know my dad's the the founder of uh this fucking newspaper or some bullshit. Yeah, Apple yeah. II. Apple II, yeah. <laughs> He's Steve Careers. Better than Jobs. <laughs> I was like, I was wondering like, where you're going with it. But then I was like, oh, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, cool. What do you want to call this movie? Uh, hmm. It's called Tower Heist. Tower Heist, yep. Hmm. Steve Steve Careers two one last careers you know because it's like one last job yeah (laughs) but it's like one last career yeah cool I don't know where this will go but uh, we never do we never do yeah. yeah I like the title though yeah 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 good old Steve Careers two. One last career. <laughs> <laughs> I said uh, I'd never come back, but they're coming back for one more twelve-month contract. <laughs> uh, yeah, we open on a you know like a like a uh, like not a mansion, but like a big enough house. So it's like oh, okay, no, you know, they're well off. Uh, there's like you know uh, we go like across like the stairs, uh, where there's like photos of the family and stuff. You know like a. In each one, they're holding uh, in a different position. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the what? The solid gold car part. The gold axle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, as it goes on, as you know, the father and stuff get older, and, uh, and like uh, you know, the son uh, grows up to be like a like a young adult or whatever. Uh, you know, there's like graduation photos of him uh, in the car axles there as well. <laughs> <laughs> well. I like the idea that they haven't cashed it. <laughs> <laughs> they just like showed around to be like oh well that checks out okay here's your mortgage money <laughs> we we'll look forward to receiving that axle uh, when I don't know when you pass away I guess I think um, the business they started up is they have people come over to and pay to see the solid call axle <laughs> and that's how they made all their money so far right right okay which is uh, not great because they are they have just have a bunch of photos of them with the axle in their uh, in their hallway, which you know that would just really take away the profit of it. Yeah, nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, amazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the, what's the last photo on the wall of photos? Uh, it's um, it's just a. Uh, it's just his old mother and just him uh, holding the axle. Uh, well, the dad's know. gone. Yeah, the dad's gone. Oh, no. Yeah, he's dead now. You know, it's been his son's grown up and his father has passed away. It's t- and the axle has been handed down to him. It's his now. Yeah. Yeah. Now he controls like, the axle. I like to think as a callback to the first movie, mm. he's just like alive in his coffin, trying to tell people that he's not dead in Vietnamese. <laughs> They're like, I can't understand it. It's not English. Yeah, there's a bunch of birthday photos and they're all like dated improperly. <laughs> it's, like, it's, a weird, it's, it's different every year. Uh. Uh, but yeah, uh, and then I get like slowly fades into uh, to him uh, in like the family living room, uh, just like polishing the axle uh, on its ornate stand, uh, making sure like to get it perfectly clean. Uh, for his uh, big day uh, there's a big sign above him <laughs> a banner I guess <laughs> saying uh, Axel Handover Day <laughs> <sighs> sorry that's fine <sighs> well that's a long time coming I remember when dad brought you home or rather it was delivered to us and <laughs> dad acted like he brought it home we were all so happy. We didn't even question uh, where the fuck it is, you know, what the fuck it even is or where it came from. You know. But 
You've brought us so much good fortune, uh, Mr. Axel, and I don't know how I, can, how I can ever thank you, but it's time for you to to be passed on to our uh, board of directors for safekeeping or Uh, like the camera, like is behind uh, the main character, and like kind of like, like blurry axle, and like a uh, like zooms into the axle a little bit, like un- focuses on it. No, Shunyi, <laughs> <laughs> you must pay the same price your father did. This axle carries a terrible curse. Hang on, who's talking right now? The axle. Oh, the axle. <laughs> I am Steve McQueen's golden axle. I sucked away your father's life and gave him the ultimate power, modest wealth. (laughs) You too shall face the same fate. Oh, no. But, 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 axle, I've... I have so much going for me. I have my, my, uh, my, my, the, my new scholarship where I, you know, I play violin in exchange for, uh, the scholarship. <laughs> I, I don't know how scholarships work. <laughs> and, you know, mum's about to open her fourth, uh, uh, you know, a beautician's salon run by uh, Vietnamese women, you know, who get mocked by, uh, uh, white female celebrities. You know what? You're right. I might be asking too much of you. But tell me, Sun Yi, have you ever found love? No, I've been so focused on, 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 uh, acquiring... Wealth, and you know, I guess in like a very uh, Dickensian manner, I've, 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 uh, you know, I've neglected to, you know, uh, anyone who's uh, ever tried to come onto me, like, like that one time when my uh, my old violin tutor, like you know, she's got to be what her sixties, but you know, she asked me if I wanted to go out for a a cup of coffee after, but, you know, being so, so focused on my violining, I, 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 I didn't realize that she was coming onto me, when in fact, I, I could have, I, I should have taken that chance. No, Sunya, I think maybe you should have, she was 60-ish, and you're like, like 18 to 22, at best, probably, so, maybe not that one. Okay. Maybe try and scale it back down to closer to your age. Okay. Yeah, sure. Well, there was this one time, uh... Now I come to figure that was the only time... <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Wow. But, you know, ever since we we struck at gold with, you know, when you came into our lives, uh, I've just been, you know, my dad's... He went from a, a, a kind, modest man to just a real, a real hard-ass about, about, you know doing the hard yards and, and, and making, uh, you know, carving out a life for myself in this, in this country, of, in this great country of ours. Yes. Yeah, yeah, true, true. So, the curse, you have to have a wife, or at least, you know, uh, a girl you're kind of sort of seeing by the end of the day. Otherwise... The end of the day? Yeah, I know. Shouldn't respond it on you. It's 7 p.m. Oh, shit. You know what? Alex, you know what? Tomorrow. Is tomorrow okay? Oh, uh, yeah. That's fine. I can Good, good. I was afraid. It's still a weekday, so I was afraid maybe you wouldn't be able to find anyone. But you'll go to university. You, you know, you could probably find someone there. Or maybe if you have, like, a hobby, you can, you know, go to a bar, maybe. People still do that. It's 20... You know, it was 2011 when this movie came out, so... Hmm. Yeah, I feel like I could do that. I yeah. feel like most of the couples, the yuppie couples we know, met through, I guess, college or university. But, you know, between you and me, I always felt like, you know, that was kind of sad. Like, you know, 
No, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's like woo. You met your your husband or wife at at college. Like whoopty whoopty do. I mean, yeah, you only know the you know the the face they have at college. You don't know the real them. You know, it's like you. Like, maybe go out and meet someone who's got the same hobbies as you, not, like, the same, who's not forced to be in the same... Like, yeah, I know exactly... I know what you're saying, dude. I know what you're saying. Yeah. 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 But, hey, you know, hey, you know, I guess... Yeah. If it's, you know, for the purposes of this curse, then I'm willing to find someone at college, I suppose. It doesn't have to be college. It could be anywhere, you know. Just one more thing. Do they have to be my one true love, or can we, like, get a divorce after the... the the terms of the curse have been fulfilled. Oh, um, like like I was saying, like it just has to be like, sort of seeing maybe you know like maybe there could be something, could not be something. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah it's a are. very loose curse. Once again, I'm just the axle of his car. Not really much else I could do. My powers are very limited. Uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Gotcha. What happens if? Uh, what about if you you combine into the whole car? Would you get more power then? Probably, but they did sell... The others were smart. They sold off their parts of the car. They're living it up. Oh, my God. The lady who got a wheel, she founded MySpace, too. Oh, shit. Yeah. Didn't go well, but, you know, it's more of a shell company for her. Yeah, tell me about it. She emailed me asking if I could, you know, upload my violin music. But I was like, no... You're coming on to me. I, I can just... <laughs> oh, no, I should have... I should have done it with her. Definitely not. She was an adult when you were a child. <laughs> okay, all right. Once again, like, I'm not saying, you know, like, age difference is a huge thing, but there is such a huge position of power. Like, you're in... You're in college, you know, like, never really been with someone before. You can't just jump on the first old lady you see. No, of course not. Yeah. Winston, watch the micro... <laughs> We cut, uh, uh, there's like a sign-up board for extracurricular activities at the college. I guess he's having a look. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Well, there is, uh, oof, I've got about ten hours to do this. Okay, let's go. I can do it. Young man, your penmanship is so good on this sign-up board. Tell you what. Do you want to go on this old 80-year-old woman? Uh, I mean... The thing is, lady, I, you know, I, I kind of have to find someone in a few hours, and I don't want to risk, you know, uh, you hitting, you know, kicking the bucket before then. Also, I would have been, like, what? One-year-old when you were, like, what, in your prime? So... I would say from how old you are, uh, <laughs> let's see, we're, we're to, uh, to, to get a good look at you, I'd say like uh, 18 to 22, I would say uh, in my prime, <laughs> you would, you weren't, you didn't exist. Oh, okay. I'm around 80, you take that, that's around like 58, and unless I had a very late prime, which hey, you know, some women mature as they age. And yeah, I guess, sorry, maths was never my forte, I was more of a violin I could tell by the violin you always carry around. Oh, yeah. Yes. Got slung on your back like a, like a cool guitar. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing the violin back, you know. Never Anyways. really left. I, I, I mean, I know I'm an old person, but I feel like violin is still a huge, a huge instrument in the classical world, you know. Uh, some people people love to use it for you know electronic music as well you know if you could play electronic lady music. I'm not gonna fuck you you don't need to keep doing this <laughs> alright fine <laughs> jeez alright fine you and your weird axle you have hanging around your neck can just go sign up for these extracurricular classes or whatever fine it, it's it's the blast memento of my god uh, never mind <laughs> alright let's see we have mm, custom sneaker Building workshop? Okay. Alright. I'm more of a loafer man myself. Uh, ooh, the... Badminton uh, Brigade? Mm, intriguing. Jeez, uh, oh, it's harder than it looks. Hey, what's up? It's me. I'm, uh, I'm a, a college uh, 18 to 24 year old. Oh, thank God. What's going on? Oh, you seem to be having trouble. Are you having trouble signing up here? 
Yeah, you know, I thought I could, you know. Good. Uh, she walks away. <laughs> wow, dude, you... Wow. You are not popular here. <laughs> I mean... You know, maybe it's the... You know, the big glowing... Uh, <laughs> just axle I have around my neck. Look, don't try and blame me for this, okay? <laughs> Look, hey... You've got no game at all. <laughs> game. Game. Wait a minute. The Games Club. Yeah. Coincidentally, this is the only poster that still has, that has um, one little pull-out tag left. All the other ones are taken. So I guess uh, it makes sense for me to take this one because it's the only like little pull-out tag left. You know how they have, like, those pull-out tags on post... I'm just an axle, dude. I don't know. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I'm, I'm headed to the games club. Uh, yeah, we uh, we cut to the games club. Uh, we go inside. It's just a room full of, like, you know, computers. Uh, just people hunched over their computer desks and stuff. Well, I'm going have a sausage party in here. You're okay with... Um, you're okay with uh, homosexual relationships, aren't you, Axel? Mm. Judging from what I saw at the end of the movie, I was a Ferrari and not a NASCAR car, so I do believe I should be fine. Makes sense. Mm. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was a Ferrari. Good job, Rory. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed it when the old man pulled out the wheel. I was like, that's a big logo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not a lot of gold there. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. All right. Hey. Hey, buddy. How's it going? I see you're... Uh... What is this? Dota 2? League of Legends? Hmm, it's Dota 3. <laughs> wow. League of Heroes. Wow, nice. They combined them this time. <laughs> you know, Dota uh, kind of um, is a similar word to, to date. Hmm. Yeah, you like uh, you like it on dates? Uh, yeah, yeah. Me and my, my uh, very committed wife I'm with, we love going on dates all the time, you know. Uh, we've actually, uh... uh all right, goodbye. Wait! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Let's see. There's got to be someone here who looks, I don't know, just desperate and pathetic and... Hmm. Ah, there we go. This guy. Walks over to one of the hunched-over dudes. Ah, I see you're, uh, sniping away. Hmm. You've really sniped away at my... Uh, heart from 500 yards away, let me tell you. Uh, yeah, uh, cool, man. Yeah, no worries. Uh, we see him, like, uh, turn around, like, stand fully up. He's also got a necklace. Uh, there's a full golden Ferrari door on it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. What? We have... Check this out. <laughs> Mine doesn't do that. What the fuck is wrong with yours? Ah, uh, it's um, Steve McQueen's ghost is in this axle. Huh? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's it's. You know when yeah we did you receive that car door in the mail randomly? Oh, I just one day it. like twenty years ago. I bought this off Wish dot com. Oh. Well, there's a whole, like, you know, collectible set of them. Um, oh, yeah? When you combine them all, they form one uh, car. Oh, it's... And mine just happened, you know, it used to belong to Steve McQueen. Um, Is that, like, a car guy, or, like... Uh, oh, he's an actor from back in the day, like, The Great Escape. Uh, Lehman. Mm. Mm, yeah. I only watch, uh, you know, movies based off game properties, like the Halo movie, uh... Uh, well, I mean, it's a TV show, but also, you know, like, like the Doom movie. Um, oh, yeah, The Uncharted yeah. movie that's going to come out sometime. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. No. I, I love, I'm a, I'm a sucker for uh, video game adaptations <laughs> yeah. in film, yeah. Hey, uh, what's your favorite Uwe Boll film? My favorite what now? Uwe Boll. Uh, well, it's got to be... Uh, do you do Postal? Yeah, you did. Damn. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you thought you could stop me, Roy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, Postal's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I love the scene where they kill Uwe Boll in the movie. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Say, uh, I hear he's um, uh, fighting some other director or critic. 
at the uh, arena on Saturday. You want to go check it out? Maybe um, uh, have a... No, what am I saying? No, wait, fuck. I can't wait till Saturday. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Seal well, the deal. Uh, do you want to fuck? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, sure, man. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, nice. Cool. Let's just go to the uh, special game club fuck room we have. Uh, yeah, nice. Yeah, it's... One second, let me check the schedule, uh, see if it's in your free spots. Yep, got one. Yep, no worries. Yep. Yeah, nice. What time? Uh, it's in like two hours. Um, so yeah, if you want, we can like either hang out till then or, uh, you know, uh, just like, I guess, you know, just be friends or something. Or we like be separate and then we back up again. Yeah. Oh, sure. I've got, I've got eight hours to spare. So yeah. Yeah, yeah no uh, worries. Cool, yeah. cool. Do you want to go ahead and hang out to get some food? Ah. Uh, I just kind of ate, you know, just snacking around on my, uh, you know, my Doritos and my game of fuel uh, to help keep me uh, alert and awake in the match, you know. Axel, this guy's fucking weird. I don't want to do this. <laughs> Why are you making me do this? Uh, well, you know, you could just not fuck him. You could do someone else. <laughs> Hang on, wait. What happens if I don't? Like, what happens to me if I if I fail this this test? Sore stomach. Is that all? Yes. It'll make you feel like you have gas or like you really need to poop and then you go to the toilet but there's nothing there and it still kind of hurts sometimes. And how long does it last? At least an hour or two. Once again, I'm just the Axel. I don't have a lot of power. <laughs> if the whole car was here, I don't know, maybe I could kill you. Uh... Diarrhea, maybe. You know what, I'll take that chance. <laughs> hey, uh, sorry, something just came up. Um, I've got bad uh, gas. So, you know, let's take a rain check. Yeah, yeah, you know, I've got to get back to my game, you know. Yeah, yeah, sure. Stop sniping people from 500 yards away. Yeah, that's all good. Yeah, yeah. You know, Fortnite's got a no-build mode on at the moment, which is, you know, it's real big. You know, people are really getting back into it. Uh, all right, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, I don't know, bedroom. It's like... Right, Axel, fuck this. You had me all worried for for goddamn nothing, for goddamn stomachache. I was gonna throw my virginity away just for... For what? For some arbitrary fucking familial curse? Fuck this. Fuck you call you. it uh, nothing, but this is how your father died. Too many stomachaches caused stress, which then really affected his, you know, his mental health and... He just couldn't find time to go to the gym anymore with his constant tummy aches. So, I mean, to be fair, he had a wife, so it ended very quickly. Uh, but if he didn't have a wife, oh boy, he would have died maybe a few years earlier. Instead of dying peacefully in his sleep at <laughs> 80 takes, years old. He takes the axle off and locks it in a wooden chest. <laughs> oh, man, fuck this. Better get to fucking... Sleep. I've got a big violin recital tomorrow. So he, he goes in the bed, and then like we, the camera zooms in to the through the keyhole and the the lock box, and the axle's got like um, I don't know, like a glowing <laughs> Decepticon beacon, <laughs> and it's sending a message out. Beep, 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 beep. Uh, yeah, we cut to the violin recital the next morning. Uh, as uh, Sunny is uh, performing uh, their uh, violin stuff, <laughs> you know, they're, you know, sure, yeah. uh, they look into the crowd and they see throughout the crowd are various golden car parts sitting in seats of like various disguises. <laughs> Uh, it's, the, it's, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like a wooden chest uh, and like it's like got like a little timer on it and it's counting down like 30 seconds uh, and it's the exact time uh, of when they said uh, the tummy ape could happen <laughs> wow he's so good and talented he's great at this nothing bad could ever happen to him yeah what, what do you think <laughs> me, me. 
Glove box. Glove box. <laughs> Alright, so you <laughs> fit it in climaxes or crescendos or whatever. And then, like, he does his final, like, chord. I don't know what the music terminology is. Mm-hmm. He stands up and he takes a bow. And then everyone, like, sort of gets up, gives him a standing ovation. And then the car parts sort of, like, are, like... Yeah. Yeah, they nod respectably. Yeah. All right, let's get him. <laughs> they rush the stage. Yeah. They, they all combine into a car and run him over. <laughs> uh, we see his uh, his uh, wooden uh, violin just hit the ground and just smash. The strings uh, poetically break. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> We see him in a hospital uh, on a life support machine. Like, beep, 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 beep. And the doctor's <laughs> talking to his mother. <laughs> I'm sorry, we've tried everything we can, but there's no curing it. He just... He just has such a bad tummy ache that we just he just isn't recovering at all. Oh, no. Just like his father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. But at least... At least he didn't die of virgin. Um, according to these tests we've run. <laughs> what? Yes, we, we, we can test for this. We, uh, we, we looked into his DNA and I'm afraid he's still 100% a virgin. Turns out if you don't use it, you lose it for real this time. And he's losing his life. As a hospital, we do offer one this service. <laughs> He brings in the gamer from earlier. <laughs> if you want, your son could, I don't know, uh, you know, have sex with this guy before he dies, I guess. But, but doctor, will my son even be conscious for the thing? Oh, yeah, he's conscious now, if you want. He's just got a sore tummy, is all. Oh, Sonny, it's me, mummy. <laughs> Um, I... We're gonna get this boy to fillet you. Cool. At the very least. Okay? Yeah. And, and then we can pull the plug, whatever you want. <laughs> um, um, maybe don't pull the plug. Whatever you want, sweetie. You know what's best for him, Doctor. You know what's best. Uh, yeah, we cut to, uh, 20 minutes later, it's like, I'm afraid the mixture of uh, G Fuel Doritos and uh, penis uh, was too much for his body. Oh no. Yes, he's. He's dead. He exploded. <laughs> <laughs> well. At least. Um... There's not much. I mean, there's nothing else. It was just a blowjob as well, by the way, so he's still a virgin as well, which is the worst part. What? I thought that counts. No? No. <laughs> she turns to the camera. What a proper, what a proper, what a proper, what a Wow. You know, who knew it was so hard to find love in, this, in those days and ages? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I picked Sunyi because I was like, yeah, that's like a that's a Korean name, I'm pretty sure. And then immediately, like, as soon as I heard you say it, I was like, sounds like Sunny. It does, does it? Yeah. Yeah, I thought you were. I thought that's what you wanted. <laughs> now you know what? Uh, it makes it easier to remember. I guess. Yeah. yeah. You know, high level improv, just use regular people's names. That's true. That's true. Well, I was so trying yeah. to think of a price credit thing we could tag on. No. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, ben Stiller uh, walks into the room, uh, you know, shoots the mum and the doctor <laughs> with a silenced pistol, uh, and the gamer guy as well, I guess. Yeah, shoots him as well, uh, and then reaches into the viscera and gore of what used to be Sunyi and just pulls out the axle. <laughs> Finally, it's mine. <laughs> I have all the pieces of the car. <laughs> 
Mm. Ben still will return in <laughs> Bend Gang. <laughs> <laughs> I love marvelizing yeah. everything we do. It's trash. Yeah. <laughs> We're in the Ben game now, baby. That's right. All right. Fucking. I'm going to bring up the random movie for next week's episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm glad we're back, Sonny. You know, oh, yeah. some people say we haven't lost a step. Who said that? No one, yeah. We haven't released the podcast yet. So oh, no yeah, anything, yeah. But I'm saying some people will say that we haven't lost a step, which is a good thing. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think we ever lost it. Yeah. Maybe in like a couple of episodes. I mean, yeah, there's going to be, hey, there's gonna be a few clunkers, but that's because, yeah. you know, we got to be hit and miss. we got to make the misses out there so we, the hits just hit harder. Well, that's right, yeah. Yeah, we could make every episode to be perfect and amazing, but, you know, that's boring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. Anyways, here's the movie for next week's episode. Barbie and the Free Musketeers. That's right. Our second foray into the... I don't know, the Barbie verse, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The Barbie verse? You're talking about Paul Hogan? <laughs> 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 yeah, boy, gotta go. Eat it up. Uh, so, yeah, Barbie Three Musketeers. If she's not one of the Three Musketeers, she must be like D'Angelo or something. Or maybe she's, uh, you know. She's like D'Angelo. Yeah, D'Angelo was the, <laughs> the fourth Musketeer, yeah. It's D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't D'Angelo make it like. Um, that's genuine. Genuine? God damn it, who's D'Angelo? Oh, <laughs> uh, let me look it up. The name rings a bell. Yeah. yeah. D'Angelo, American singer songwriter. Okay, Michael Eugene Archer. Known, but known as D'Angelo. Uh, oh, Michael Eugene Archer. Now I understand. Yeah. What song do they sing? What's their What's their big song? I have no idea. I don't recognize any of these songs. <laughs> uh, although he did contribute to the soundtrack to Red Dead Redemption Two. Oh yeah, he was uh, the one song you hear when you ride back. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I never made it that far into the game. I. You're not missing much. You get, oh, good, you get good. sick. You get sore time and disease. Yeah, good. It's not because like I was bad at the game or anything, but like my PS4 kept crapping itself, so I just gave up. Mm. And you know how like every time you fail a mission quest, like, you have yeah. to start from the beginning. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like I would be like three quarters of the way through, and then the PS4 would shit itself, and then <laughs> and then I'd have to do the mission over again. I, it wouldn't be fun. So. You never got to hear D'Angelo, so I'm sorry. Yeah, that was that game became a very big like uh, good for checking Twitter game where I'd just be like, okay, horse, take me there, and then I would uh, just go on my phone while my horse did everything for me. Pretty much. Yeah, people <laughs> shot at me. Doesn't matter, horse, keep going. That's it. So yeah, join us next week for our spinoff to Barbie and the Three Musketeers. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she's you know a uh, lady. Lady De Winter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's her name. Yeah, she's that huge MILF uh, from Resident <laughs> Evil. <laughs> uh, isn't it Madame? Lady. Camilla? Oh, it's somebody. I There's a lady in the Free Musketeers or whatever. Milady Lawrence de Winter. Mm. Often referred to as simply Milady. Which yeah. I feel like is a bit of a cop out. Because Milady sounds like you're saying, ah, oh, Milady. It's like, who the fuck named this fucking person? No, to be fair, they couldn't even name Free the Musketeers. They're just called the Free Musketeers. Well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Who names their fucking people after a candy bar? In America, there's a candy bar called the Free Musketeers. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. It would be bad. I mean, hey, our, our, uh, <laughs> our maggot American fans, uh, sorry, our munted American fans, they loved that one. They were like, <laughs> knee slapping... Drinking their moonshine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, join us next time. Join us next time. We. Wee-